0: What's up, everybody? Welcome into your sports and sports betting brand of record. We call it Driving the Line. We're here every single day at 10 a.m. Eastern Time with anything you could possibly want. I got to tell you, we have a full show today. We've got a full YouTube channel. If you haven't subscribed yet, I encourage you to do so. Hit that like button every single time you come in. Get into that chat and start talking. We'll get to as many questions as we possibly can. As you all know, we're also the most transparent show in all of sports betting yesterday not a bad day not a bad day me and Raphael going absolutely perfect however and i thought there would be a little bit of trepidation you all in the crew you voted for kansas minus six and a half right now they are struggling something to keep an eye on all right some housekeeping before i bring in the stars of the show you know that we have our featured merch item of the week do you want to do the work of course you do not get it right now there is the qr code for all of you wwe wrestling fans you're not a cody cry baby get that t-shirt or sweatshirt right now also there is a link in the show description at our youtube channel i tell you to subscribe for a reason we've got tons of content and we also want you to be a special member of the crew It's very, very simple how you join us there. We always have crew exclusive extras. Now, today, in your feed, DTL Golf. If you didn't watch us live on Tuesday, we got you covered. The Florida swing begins tomorrow. Take the time. Steve Scott, Robert Dammer, PGA Tour winner, and myself take you through all the best bets, but also knowledge is power. We take you through the biggest storylines as well. And for you crew members. Oh, you know what we've got live right now. Howie Schwab, my main man, took the time yesterday with A.B., and we've got surprise teams to look at, and also the powerhouses that you want to look at as well. That is live in your feed if you are a crew member right now. Now, the man who runs everything on our YouTube page, he's my partner. He's our five-tool player. Let's bring him in right now. We call him Alan Bell. We call him A.B. A.B., if I'm not mistaken, we've got a lot of
1: content out there, sir. Good morning to you. Good morning, Coach. Good morning, crew. Good morning, everyone. We absolutely do. The YouTube page is stock full. If you want golf, got you covered. If you want college baseball, got you covered. If you want college basketball, got you covered. You got to get better than Howie Schwab, man. Bo Schwab
0: doing his work, and he is literally texting 24 hours a day. Just ask anybody. And I'm assuming he'll probably be in the chat anytime, live from dialysis. Now, A.B., yesterday... And when the crew voted for this, I almost said somebody said, you know what? I don't want to intimidate them or I never, I don't want to, you know, persuade them to go elsewhere, but that Kansas pick, I just didn't
1: like it. What are the selections today? Coach, you're right. And we're seeing that across college basketball, hint, hint, watch Howie's show because he (laughs) talks about just that, that there are a lot of teams you can't trust, but today for that you can Here, hear. We'll see. Got two college basketball, two NBA. Alabama, minus six and a half. Creighton, minus eight and a half. The Nuggets, minus seven and a half. And the Clippers against the Lakers, minus three and a half. Poll options are in the chat. Vote now, and we will update at the end of the show.
0: You're damn right. We will shout out to Brian. He says, Howie was awesome last night on the DTL exclusive. We're just getting started. A.B., you and I are night owls. I think that we're going to have live streams throughout championship
1: week throughout march madness are we not oh we are and i can't wait coach it's gonna be fantastic march madness is right around the corner the best time of the
0: year and there is no better show brand to come to than right here we have you covered top to bottom left to right now let's waste no more time my crew is set they are ready to go it is time for the picks Oh, we go five wide today. My dynamic duo is here and also back for more. The sports gambling podcast host, the man with the most Terrell Thurman. Terrell, welcome back to the show, sir.
2: Hey, it's great to be back. And hey, I'm a night owl, too, because last night my clients know that I was sweating Fresno State plus 11 and a half. And that's how they were all night for 40 <laughs> minutes. They were fire. And then they got to overtime, and we lost the money line just like that. I mean, it was it was a sweat. I think they should still be able to storm the court, though. My unpopular opinion, if you cover the spread, you should storm the court. Doesn't matter what it is. If you cover, you should storm.
0: You did want to be on for the rest of the show this morning, correct? Correct. <laughs> right? it's a very hey. popular opinion
2: hey uh, we I'm can talk about that.
0: it <laughs> oh we did yesterday we did yesterday we've got a couple more topics coming up later on educate and entertain but Terrell as always we are gracious hosts I would love for you to start us off this morning what do you got
2: all right well we're talking about college basketball let's talk about Tennessee here minus six and a half today against Auburn at home and this is a Rick Barnes spot I mean, this is the most Rick Barnes spot of all Rick Barnes spots. After Valentine's Day at home, Rick Barnes doesn't lose. He's 15 and 5 during his tenure with Tennessee. And to show you how much that this is different, when he gets into March in the tournament, he's only 6 and 5 in the tournament. He has a great end of the season, doesn't do well in the tournament. Rick Barnes minus 6.5 with Tennessee today. And the Toronto Raptors, quietly very, very good after the All Star break, 3 and 0, scoring 120. 120- Plus points per game in every single one of those games. I'm battling them against uh taking them again today against the Dallas Mavericks. Team total over 117 and a half, minus 120. And the Indiana Pacers just got the New Orleans Pelicans in a beautiful spot. They have played five games in six days. Five games in six days. I'm fading them today. Give me the Pacers minus five and a half.
0: Here's the thing, Terrell is a lot of people think in the NBA, if they do five out of six games that that would be a negative, and it is to fade a team. I'm actually, and I'll get to my picks in in a little bit, I think it leads to no defense, which then Uh leads to points. That's how my gut feels sometimes. When you're handicapping and you see a team that's playing a ton of games right after the All-Star break, does it Uh change your perspective at all?
2: Yeah, I think just any point in the season, if you play five games in six days, that's a lot to ask for. There's two back-to-back sets after the All-Star break. Mm -hmm. So not only did you get a very, very long break and you feel kind of rusty coming back in, but now you play two different sets of back-to-backs, like that's a really, really tough thing to ask for. And so uh, I I think it has to go into the handicap of saying, hey, this team might be a little bit tired. They got suspensions, they got injuries, and this just may be a game that they throw away and say, hey, we're going to rest up and get ready for next week.
0: All right. I encourage you all to hit that like button for me. It really helps the show grow. And I'm telling you, every single day, we are growing bigger and bigger and bigger. AB, I want to bring you in because Howie, as always, sends in three fire picks today as he is live from dial. That may be a T-shirt, live from dialysis. Maybe, maybe we need to make that. Who knows?
1: Hey, man, uh, you get a T-shirt. That's a life motto right there right you never stop working even
0: from dialysis all right here are three picks and then i love abu and terrell to uh kind of respond to these iowa state minus nine and a half they've turned into a really good team coming out of the big 12 this year then you know he's a johnny's guy st john's plus one and a half minus 110 and then creighton coming out that big win over uconn they're playing seton hall tonight over 144 and a half minus 110 ab your
1: thoughts on those So they're Howie's picks. What in the world am I going to say negative about any of them? I really do like that Creighton-Seton Hall over 144.5. Iowa State minus 9.5 is fascinating. It's a little bit of a large number, but they can score and they can cover. I did want to hit on what Terrell spoke about in regards to Tennessee uh, at home tonight against Auburn. Remember, Auburn. Their head coach, Bruce Pearl, used to be the head coach in Tennessee, right? These two staffs, they know each other well. And trust me, Rick Barnes coming off that 800th career win last week. My man, he is going to want a win tonight in Thompson Bowling Arena. This is the most Rick Barnes game of Rick Barnes games.
0: Uh Terrell's
1: 100% correct on that. I'm going to tell
0: a very quick story since you brought up Bruce Pearl. When I was at ESPN, he became one of my dearest friends there. And he came at a time when he could not even get an interview to get back into the college game. And once you meet him in person, you realize how good of a dude this guy is. And he got bounced out for what? Handing somebody some barbecue at a backyard barbecue? And now That was the problem. That was it. Back then, you weren't allowed to do it. But now, it wouldn't be any big deal. So I was actually on a trip. And the story comes out that he's going to Auburn. And it was six years, $13 million, which now I think is way higher than than that. And so I get back and I remember walking and I see him and he's such a good guy that he wanted to finish out his contract before he went to coach at Auburn. That's how good he was. And I apologize if you hear my dog bark. I'm not sure why. And so I walked up to him and I gave him a big old hug. I said, you're back in the game. You're in the SEC. But I got to know because it was under the cloak of darkness. They, like, flew in to, to uh, Bristol, Connecticut, and they took him to a hotel. It was all very, you know, behind the scenes. I said, what did you say when they offered you six years, $13 million, and you couldn't even get an interview? You know what he said to me? He looked right at me. He says, Coach, I said, two words. Thank you. And then we both just laughed our yep. off. What do you yeah. say? You don't negotiate. He says, I would have probably signed for half a mil. And they gave him $2 million, which now he's more than earned that and then some. Love ourselves some Bruce Pearl. Terrell, real quick, I know you're a college basketball guy. Your thoughts on any of these or that uh, kind of story that A.B. said? Did you factor that into your Tennessee pick tonight?
2: No, I forgot all about it. So, yeah, that makes me feel even better. This is going to be a high, high basketball atmosphere. It's going to be really, really fun. And so uh, for the picks, I will state. I am such a Porter Moser guy over there at Oklahoma. I loved him at Loyola Chicago. It just hasn't clicked. They haven't been able to do it consistently on the road, and I don't think they're going to be able to put up the points. I think that in Oklahoma team total under, Iowa State, one of the best defenses in college basketball this year, minus nine and a half. It sounds like a lot, but honestly, Oklahoma might not score that much. So, yeah, I'll lay it. Yeah, very good.
0: Like the reaction. Like the reaction. Guzzle Money, I see you in the chat. I see you. I'm not going to read it, but I see you. I see you. Uh, by the way, shout out to Brian. Iowa State is down to minus nine on DK. So, always shop around. Get that best number.
1: Now, Coach, real quick, Raphael's in the chat. No one knows the books better than him. Alabama's down to five. That number has dropped big time in the last 30 minutes. So, again, Raphael proves it.
0: In real time. Love myself some from Raphael at 2-0 last night. So good. He's here every single Tuesday on Driving the Line. Now, You see two faces on the screen right now. They've been very quiet, very stoic, very chill, as I like to say. But I like to call them the dynamic duo. And maybe a losing day is a good thing sometimes. Put that ego in check just a little bit. So, Jacob, my silent assassin, I'm coming over to you, big boy. Because if I know you like I think I know you, it does not sit well with you when you do not have a good day here on the show. So the nice thing is here we're here every single day. So what do you have for us today? Your reaction? I want to see it.
3: Yeah, I had to dig deep after a, a, a tough day yesterday, but I have a couple of gems for us. I'm all over this Napoli game first. Napoli have won nine out of their last ten versus bottom feeders. Uh, solo have lost five out of their last six. And Napoli on their third manager this season, still looking for their first win under him. Had a heartbreaking loss over the weekend, and I think they really want to take it to the Sassuolo team, who's lost 15 out of the last 25. I like Napoli to get a win here. Uh, I am also on Liverpool to take care of business versus Southampton tonight. Liverpool won last six matches for Southampton on a 19-1 to run. Reds undefeated last 27 at Anfield. Really love Southampton to uh, take a loss here in uh, this cup game today versus Liverpool. Lastly, I like uh, – sorry, two more. Uh, Hiberian allowed two-plus goals in four out of last five, seven out of 11 on the road. Hearts scored two-plus the last five at home. I really like Hearts' Scottish Premier League to score over one-and-a-half team total goals. And then lastly – I have an NBA game for you guys. I really like the Kings versus Nuggets over 228. Um, I think this is going to be a battle. We've seen a low-scoring close game, a high-scoring close game between these two teams. I think De'Aaron Fox goes off tonight, and I think we see a battle that ends up being a high-scoring game. So I really like the over to hit in that uh, Kings and Nuggets game tonight as well.
0: You know, a little potpourri of picks from the Silent Assassin this morning. Uh, Bradley says, I was on the hearts game too, Jacob, but I couldn't get there. Hiberian has been bad Lately, your response to that?
3: Yeah, Hiberian terrible on the road. This third-place Hearts team going to get uh, business done today. So take them to score their at least two goals. Okay.
0: A.B., what do you think about this this version of Jacob today? I don't know. I don't know. Seems confident. He does seem <laughs> confident, but apparently, you know, he he's got to have the wife fight his battles for him because Alana is in the chat and said that Jacob was very down last night. But nothing keeps my man down. Thank you, Alana.
1: Team Mom coming through
0: again. (laughs) Team Mom is always coming through. All right, Charles. Now, this man right here, we call him from the Dirty Dirty because he is working and grinding every minute of every day. He will text me all day long, and I absolutely love it. (laughs) Charles, give it to me.
4: We're going to the Serie A as well with Sassuolo and Napoli. We have a battle of new managers with Sassuolo on their second and Napoli on their third of the season. Sassuolo at home has had some success against the Blues, only losing two times in their last eight meetings while scoring in six in their past seven in front of their home supporters. Napoli, they make the trip north, seeking their first victory under new management, the defending Scudetto champions have scored their fair share of goals versus Sassy, hitting the back of the net two or more times in eight of their last nine fixture for a total of 29 goals over that span. I fully expect another high octane performance from these clubs. So I'm back in the over 2.75 full time goals. Napoli team total over 1.5 and Victor Oshman anytime goal score, but make sure he does start in this one as well. Um, Check your lineups, but the Victor Osman anytime goal scorer. Uh, Next up, we're going to the afternoon match with Inter Milan and Atalanta. This is a top five matchup, which should be more strategic than the Serie A opener today. Inter Milan starts the match day as well. Deserved home favorites. But when these two tangle, it's usually pretty even on the stat sheet. And with this being two of the more attacking teams in Italy, we te- we tend to see plenty of corners, especially on Atalanta's side. With the visitors creating four or more team corners and nine of their last 10 meetings would enter, getting Atalanta team corners at 3.5 is just way too low for me, especially for a team that is averaging almost five corners on the road. So we're going to go ahead and take Atalanta over 3.5 team corners in this matchup as well.
0: We tell you all the time there are so many different ways to attack a game. It's not just about goals. Not all the time. Corners have been cashing for us a lot. But Charles, I got to be honest with you. AB, how did you feel about that Syria off from Charles right there? I mean, it's it's on brand, but
1: all I want, look, all I want is someone that is in England or really just Europe in general, just to hear my man's country voice <laughs> breaking down these soccer games. They're like What in the world is this? (laughs) Yesterday, when he was talking about Leicester City, which is the correct pronunciation, but when he's just talking, he's like, "Yeah, old Leicester, they go come on down, get that W, right?" Like, just it reminds me of like in the '80s when you'd hear like Arn Anderson, you know, like, "Yeah, WCW."
0: Oh, by the way, speaking of Arn Anderson. Uh, Coming up on Behind the Turnbuckle at some point, I have the greatest Arn Anderson story you will ever hear in your life. That's a tease, but I promise you, it took him 45 minutes to tell me one day, and I didn't say a word for 45 minutes. As many of you know, that's the hard (laughs) thing for me to do. All right, love me some Arn Anderson. Love me some Arn Anderson. Now, AB, we, uh, we got a little issue in the chat. Oh, yeah. Because yesterday on DTL Golf, I encourage everybody to go watch It's live in your feed right now. Big Cheesy was there live, and the chat started to tease him about the fact that we're going on three weeks and have yet to see the payoff of the bet. And Big Cheesy says, oh, it's been killing me, man. I got one more picture to take, and, and then I'll, I'll, I'll send him to coach. They could put him on the show. So I feel like he's trying to get out of the bet because this morning in the chat, he goes, I love coaches over us today. And you know I don't like it when Big Cheesy agrees with me. I hate him. I hate it. Do you feel like he's trying to get out of the bet, A.B.?
1: Uh, No, I don't. Like, has the jersey arrived? Yes, Is he's that...
0: taking two of the pictures.
1: Okay, already. okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, if he's bought it and it's arrived, like, yeah, he's there. You know what I mean? Like, we're going to have to give him credit. Like, he fulfilled the bet.
0: Good cop, bad cop. A.B.'s always the good cop. All right, here are my two overs today that I absolutely love. And I'm a little synergy with my man Terrell because I'm on both games that he's on as well, just a little bit different. I'm going to go over 239.5 Pelicans and the Pacers. Now, the Pelicans, they love not to play defense. Last night, the Knicks are just terrible now. I don't know what's happened to them. But the Pacers never play defense. The last four games for the Pacers, 252, 244, 244, 252. They have sailed over this number. So I like, even though the Pelicans are playing back-to-back, I don't even care if Zion plays tonight. I hope he does. But they play a lot faster when he doesn't. So I like this over 239.5. And the Mavs and the Raptors, just like Terrell said, Toronto all of a sudden, they're an offensive juggernaut. So give me the over 237 and a half. The Mavs sailed to the over cashing for me last night. So I think tonight the Mavs will play well also. Now, Terrell, I got to ask you, because in the chat, they're asking about Luca over 32 Uh and a half points, minus 110 or a triple double for Luca as plus 258, 15 seconds like either one.
2: Yes, I like both of them. The Toronto Raptors, horrible points inside the paint, one of the bottom five teams in terms of scoring inside the paint, and that's where Luca can go to business. Yeah, Luca can shoot the three. We know the step back and all that, but he really gets the business going and driving inside the paint. I like Luca to get it done. All right.
0: Raphael says Pelicans had travel issues late last night, and CJ should play for the Pelicans tonight. The crew is everywhere, everywhere. Any questions for Raphael, put them in the chat. He will answer them for you in real time. Now, A.B., one of the things that we have at our channel that really nobody else has is access to the greatest college baseball handicapper in the business. And I'm staring at him right freaking now. It's Wednesday. We got game. Don't look around. I'm looking at you right between the eyes. We have a Wednesday. It's college baseball. Bring us home. Let's go.
1: College baseball midweek games. We're going to take TCU and Vanderbilt, both money line, put them together minus 110. And I will tell you why. TCU at home, Fort Worth against Arizona. They should handle their business against the Wildcats. Arizona coming off arguably the most insane game that we've seen in the last five years a win against San Diego. TCU just handling business left and right. And then Vanderbilt. All right? Some ups, some downs. But Vanderbilt coming off of a Sunday loss to Gonzaga, who then lost to Austin P. Vanderbilt and Coach Tim Corbin, quite frankly, have to win this game. Just like we spoke about Stanford on Monday, Vanderbilt is in must-win mode at home in Nashville against Evansville. So TCU, Vanderbilt, put them together. Minus 110. Evansville.
0: Man, back when I was in college, Wichita State was still a really good program. Evansville was part of their conference. I remember they were really good back then. Maybe not so much in 2024.
1: Who knows? Uh, ladies you and gentlemen. not to be good tonight. That's all yeah, we
0: need. Exactly. Just not tonight. Saturday's fine. Just not tonight. Uh, Raphael's in the chat, as I told you. Also, the legend just showed up. If you have any college basketball, tennis, NBA questions, put them into the chat. The legend, Howie Schwab, will answer them in real time. That is a full board this morning, ladies and gentlemen, a full board. But we're not just about the picks here at Driving the Line. It's time to educate and entertain. Topic number one this morning, gentlemen, and I've been seeing him get raked over the coals. Literally for the last two days, I had my weekly hit on ESPN radio out here. And this is the first question I was asked about because here in L.A., in Southern California, it's everything LeBron James. Terrell, I'm going to start with you because LeBron put these tweets out when ESPN took his son off of their 2024 mock draft. Can you all please just let the kid be a kid and enjoy college basketball? The working results will ultimately do the talking no matter what he decides to do. If y'all don't know, he doesn't care what a mock draft says. He just works, earned, not given. And then he puts the other one down there. Well, if he or you don't care about the mock draft, then why do you feel the need to tweet about said mock draft? Terrell, I'm going to start with you because LeBron James has done this to himself. He said years ago, my dream, my dream is to play with my Uh son. At least one Mm -hmm. year. And then at the all-star break, he was asked, how many more years are you going to play? And he goes, I don't know. Could be one, could be two, could be. So now he's talking out of both sides of his mouth. This was coming. He had to know it. And now he's getting defensive. Your take.
2: I don't have, I don't fault, Brian. I really don't. Because I know fathers. I, my dad would have did the same thing, the a hundred percent same thing. He would have been talking, Hey, no, I don't care about this mock draft. But if I was number one overall in the mock draft, Oh, the mock drafts know what they talking about. They, they all did it. But because I'm not on it, he'd have been the same way. My dad would have did the a hundred percent same way. So I don't even fault you, Bron. The only thing I fault you for is that you wanted Bronny to stand on his own, but you named him LeBron James Jr. So you want him to stand on his own merit, but you named him LeBron James Jr. I I, I don't know, man. He can't, it, it's impossible. Impossible.
0: Well, we, I guess we got to think about what his ego was like, you know, 19 years ago when little Bronny was born. But Jacob, let me come to you. Many people don't know how good your NBA brain is. It's really, really good. And Bronny has part of the reason they took him out the mock draft is he hasn't had a good year. The limits restriction is gone, and he's just And it's not nothing on the kid. He's just not as good as we all thought he was going to be at this stage. Do you fault LeBron or is it all of us?
3: Um, I I say it's LeBron. You want to hype your son up and say he's that good. He better be that good. If you're LeBron James uh, and that's your son and you want to say he's the next great one, then you better make sure he's the next great one uh, before you really try and sell that brand. Uh, If he's not that good, he's not that good. ESPN knows what they're doing. People believe in those mock drafts for a reason. Uh, And if he's not on it, it's for a reason.
0: And A.B., but here's the problem, is we say he's not that good. We're talking about a freshman in college. In the old days, you went to three or four years of college. You got a chance to develop. But because LeBron wants to play with him and he's 40 years old, there aren't four years to waste. So he's
1: kind of stuck. Your take. First off, it's impossible to be LeBron James's son. All right. I mean, good luck. Like, who is gonna live up to any of that legacy whatsoever? Right. Um, number two, you look at LeBron. Look, I'm not the biggest LeBron guy in the world. There are things that that he does that I feel like he tries to play both sides of the fence. Like you can't have it both ways. And I think that this is kind of one of them. Um, but also what are you going to do? He's one of the most famous people in the world. Anything that he says is going to get massive, massive traction. So you're kind of damned. If you do damned, if you don't, if you bring up your son or if you don't bring him up, I'll say this though, he felt good enough to delete those tweets. So there you go. That should tell you right there. Um, yeah, man, he pulled a, uh, he pulled an AJ Brown on that one. He had With a bottle of Lobos. Yeah. That
2: yep. Lobos said, said, let me get rid of this. That Lobos was talking too much last night. Let me get rid of these tweets.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, Rafael weighing in on the conversation. He said the cardiac arrest changed everything for the Uh kid. There's no question that it did. And he was on limits restriction for the first month and a half or two months. But the bottom line is this, is that he may be good enough, excuse me, to play in the NBA in two or three years. He may be good enough when he's a senior to play in the NBA. But as AB said, there is no winning when you are the son of LeBron James. Michael Jordan's kids went through the same thing. Tiger Woods and his son, Charlie, he got just raked last week for playing in a PGA qualifier and shooting an 86 just for going out there and trying. LeBron, we have no issues with your son. We have issues with you trying to have it both ways. Just say, listen, my son's going to stay in school. That's all you got to say. My son's going to stay in school. He's going to develop, and we would all be on board with that. But don't come out defensive because you got taken off the mock draft when you said you wanted to play with your son. Now, gentlemen, you know here at Driving the Line, NFL is our bread and butter, our absolute bread and butter. And we're seeing all of the head coaches, all of the executives at the NFL Combine. So I thought it'd be nice this morning. And, A.B., I'm going to start right with you because there's a lot of new head coaches. And out here in Southern California, uh, Eric bien no longer even in the NFL. So many changes. He's at UCLA now. So I thought today, with all of the changes going on, Who do you think will have the best season of the new head coaches coming into the league next year? And here's a list from producer
1: man. The answer is going to be Jim Harbaugh, what most people go to, and rightfully so. Jim Harbaugh has won everywhere. He's done it his way. The guy is going to get the job done. But if you're talking about next season... I'm going Mike McDonald with the Seahawks. They have options there. They have a defense. They have a run game. They seemingly have a quarterback, and they have a stable front office. I don't trust the Panthers all that much. Don't trust the Falcons all that much. Antonio Pierce can do some things with the Raiders. Brian Callahan has a ton of work to do with the Titans roster. Gerard Mayo got a defense, nothing on offense. Dan Quinn has an option there with Washington a little bit, but if you ask me, man, Mike McDonald, for immediate success, if it's next year, yeah, give me the Seahawks, man. All
0: right, one vote for Mike McDonald. LC in the chat says Antonio Pierce, by far, fellas. Terrell, what say you?
2: Well, as the resident Giants fan, I would love to say Antonio Pierce here. Shout out to my guy, but... I have to go Mike McDonald as well. Jim Harbaugh. Yes, he's going to be the consensus number one answer. And that's what they think. But I'm not a believer in Justin Herbert as quarterback. And I know a lot of people are not going to agree with that, but I just don't think it's there. I think that he's not lived up to the expectations and it's been blame this coach, blame that coach, blame this front office, blame that front office. Mike McDonald. Did you see the Ravens defense last year? And he's now, what, the youngest coach in the league? This is now moving into a new era of younger coaches getting the most out of these players. That's why Bill Belichick is over there sitting on the couch out the door because he couldn't get the most out of his players at his age. Now it's a new era in the NFL. Mike McDonald's leading charge.
0: All right, so two for Mike McDonald. Steve in the chat says also Mike McDonald. David says big expectation for Hawball. You might be disappointed, though. Jacob, coming over to you, big boy. Who are you voting for out of these eight?
3: Yeah, I'm going to take the public answer here. I'm going with Jim Harbaugh. I am really excited to see what he can do with this Chargers offense. I think that they have all the pieces. I think once they're healthy, with a new fresh mind, with a new uh, fresh staff, I really think that this can be one of the most explosive offenses in the NFL this season. Really excited to see Harbaugh in the uh, Chargers.
0: What is wrong with you, Jacob? Jim Harbaugh, the Chargers in the same division as the Kansas City Chiefs? Stop it, just stop it. So, two for McDonald, one for Jim Harbaugh, and I'm gonna go. Oh man, I oh man, just, oh, I gotta so, go. Okay, on. real quick, coach, please, so, please, I'm stumped.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I was gonna say, look, you have to look, you just nailed it. You have to look at the divisions, right? Like, we like McDonald. But the NFC West is loaded. You've got to deal with San Francisco. You've got the uh-huh. Rams out there. You just spoke about Harbaugh. You've got to deal with the Chiefs. You've got to deal with Antonio Pierce. You've Like, I respect. Like, I, I, I rock with Antonio Pierce for sure. In the chat, all right, and let me bring it up here because Matty Ice, he did say it. Morris could be set up for success in that division because you've got, uh-huh. let's yes. just be honest, an easier path than the other two. So, yeah, man, like I thought that was a great point to bring up.
0: Yeah, and that's exactly where I was going to go. So I'm glad you brought that up too, A.B., because Raheem Morris, and he t- they took a lot of flack because he's been a head coach before when he was the youngest coach in the league, and he was just overwhelmed. But you listen to players now, you listen to coaches now, and they can't say enough good things about this cat. And if you're talking about the Panthers, the Bucks, and the Saints, to A.B.'s point, that's where I'm gonna go is the Atlanta Falcons because I just I think the other teams are just playing in in divisions that are way too difficult to be successful in. That would be my reasoning, gentlemen. Gentlemen, well done. But as you know, uh, there are a lot of people that can't be here at 10 a.m. They drop in about right now, so we've got a new little segment. Oh, AB doing his magic again. Also with producer man, it's time for the whip around. This is where we recap the picks. If you missed them, remember, hashtag it pays to watch live. You just can't look at the recap screen. 15 to 20 seconds for each pick. Terrell, start us off.
2: Oh, Tennessee, minus six and a half. Rick Barnes of Rick Barnes games here. 15 and five straight up against teams at home after Valentine's Day. Through his career in Tennessee. However, in the NCAA tournament, six and five. He's good before the tournament horrible when he gets there taking Barnes today minus six and a half Toronto Raptors have been on fire today 120 plus points ever since the all-star break in all three games I think they keep it going against a a Dallas Mavericks team that played last night I think defense isn't going to be there over team total over 117 and a half minus 120 and then the Pacers going and playing the Pelicans and I just found out thank you to the chat The Pelicans had some travel issues, so this was already a tough spot where they're playing the fifth game in six days. Now they had travel issues on a back-to-back getting into Indiana. I'm taking Pacers minus five and a half.
0: I love when the chat takes care of all of us live on the show. All right. Can I see Howie's picks one more time? Because he's got three fire today. Iowa State minus nine and a half. St. John's plus one and a half. And we're going over that total with Creighton and Seton Hall over 144 and a half. And do not forget Howie's uh, teams to look at. Crew exclusive live right now. If you're a crew member, you know what that's about. If you're not, I encourage you to join right now. All right, Charles, the man from the dirty, dirty. What do we got today? Four big ones from you
4: action early match Sassuolo, Napoli over 2.7 full-time goals Napoli team total over 1.5 and Victor any anytime goal score if he starts lastly Inter Milan Atlanta Atlanta over 3.5 team corners
0: all right I love it Jacob coming over to you part of the dynamic duo talk to me
4: yeah I'm on
3: Liverpool minus one and Napoli money line minus 125. Hearts team total over one and a half, and King's Nuggets over 228.
0: All right. John says, I'm following Coach NAB today. So if you're going to cash with the coach, it's going to be these two overs. I love these spots despite the travel issues. I'm going to go. Pelicans, Pacers over 239.5, minus 110. The Pacers have been north of 244 in their last four games. Then Mavs and the Raptors over 237.5, minus 110. Like Terrell said, the Raptors all of a sudden – they're an offensive juggernaut. I'll take that team total over 117.5 and, and put it with the Mavs, and we go over 237.5. The chat's saying, way to put in the work, A.B. and producer man.
1: I concur. A.B., bring us home. TCU, Vanderbilt, baseball, money lines, put them both together, minus 110 in the chat. Absolutely all over, I'm loving the knowledge that they are bringing. You see our man Schwann saying right here, like in B.C. and Miami today, Miami, I swear to you, we almost pulled the trigger on it. They are playing for a must-win game before a big weekend series against Florida, and then our man David talking about playing LSU. Great call. That might come up later today. Excellent call on LSU, David. Are you
0: saying maybe we'll have a crew exclusive for everybody who simply wants more AB perhaps? Possibly so, sir. Oh, possibly so. Gentlemen, very well done today. Bring in your A games as you do every single day. So you know how we end the show every day. It's time for the closing bell. All right, AB. Before we get to the crew's pick, I feel inclined to read this. Barely mental says it pays to watch live. I had to throw an LSU baseball pick in last week because one of AB's picks already played. Threw an LSU huge favorite, Stony Brook, in the loss. AB pick one. He's not going to win every play, but I'm telling you right now, the man knows his college baseball, and you got to listen to the explanation. It drives me crazy, AB, when I get tweets. Oh, coach, can you tell me this pick? I just I, I, I'm trying to find the recap screen. You got to listen to the explanation. Knowledge is power.
1: Correct. Correct, sir. And LSU today again, a nice play. That should be a solid. Because he's exactly right. This team's way too good to be losing to Stony Brook. They got to get some things in order, and they might do that today. Carlton says, "Who's ever running the
0: PowerPoint on date?" Today. You know what I'm saying? David says you better watch live. We're growing and we're growing fast, but we're doing it in a professional fashion. I tell my crew all the time, this better be TV ready. This better be TV ready. And look how good the show looks. Unbelievable. All right, A.B., the crew, they need to get back on the horse today.
1: Who do they vote for? They are going to the NBA with the Clippers. Minus three and a half against the Lakers. Feeling it. Short number here. Under two possessions. The crew is gone. The Los Angeles Clippers, the battle of L.A. tonight,
0: the battle of L.A. Maybe we'll get a grumpy LeBron. Maybe we'll get a
1: happy LeBron. Who knows? Hey, the good thing is when you get a grumpy or happy uh, Kawhi Leonard, it's exactly the same.
0: Hey, but he only makes 50 million dollars a year. Why would he play every single game? Maybe let's let's stop. You're just just
1: all-
0: <laughs> Rick says Clippers are dead to me. I got some teams I feel on that way. <laughs> exactly right. You get them. Just put them on the shelf until next season. AB, well done today, big boy. Well done. Producer man, I need my one shot. You guys know what time it is. It's time to go out there and pay it forward. It's time to be kind to one another. Spread the show to all your friends. We want to have a place where you feel welcomed, heard, and valued. That's what we do here at The brand. And do not forget, if you're not a crew member, I encourage you to do it right here and right now because we have so much more content there as well. But with all that being said, there's only one thing left to do. And I believe you all know what that is. You've got your marching orders. Let's take all of these tickets straight to the pay window. My attacker, crew, my man Terrell Thurman, He calls himself the greatest of all time. I concur. The man from the Dirty Dirty, Charles, my silent assassin on the comeback trail today, Jacob, my five-tool player, A.B., never forget about producer man behind the scenes, always making the show look like a million bucks. I am simply the coach trying to keep this train on said track. We grind for you so we can win with you. It's truly what we're all about right here every day at Driving the Line. Good luck.